It's that time of year when we start thinking about tax and how much we might get back from the ATO. But this year, a number of key changes were included in the federal budget that could impact your returns going forward. So with the end of the financial year looming, what do you need to know before lodging and how can you maximise the amount coming back into your bank account? To explain, we welcome back author, financial advisor and founder of Pivot Wealth, Ben Nash. G'day, Ben. Hey, G'day. Uh, what's one of the biggest changes around tax rules? Well, I think the big thing that people will notice from this year is the scrapping of the lower middle income tax offset, which was introduced as a temporary measure and cut off at the end of last financial year. But as people are now doing their tax returns, they are going to notice them getting less back at tax time. That tax offset was giving everyone a benefit of up to $1,500 if you earned up to $126,000. So couldn't come at a worse time with the, the current sort of cost of living absolutely, prices and interest rates. Absolutely. Now, we know the Australian tax office is cracking down. When and how? What do we need to know about this? Yeah, so the ATO have released their guidance in the areas that they're focused on in this year's tax returns, and there are three of them that are there. One of them is work from home deductions. So the ATO know that a lot of people have been working from home with the COVID pandemic, and that allows you to claim a number of things for your home office space as deductible. Yes. However, they do also know from payroll data that more people are now working more from the office. So the ATO have said they're going to be looking at that, and if people are just copy-pasting from last year when they are working less, then that's going to be a bit mm. of a flag. The other thing that ATO are looking at is side hustle income. So they know that more people are picking up second jobs in the gig economy, uh, delivery, food delivery driving or any number of other things. The ATO are stepping up their data matching there so they will be looking at that and making sure that people are reporting correctly. And then the third is capital gains tax reporting on the selling and buying of investments. Last year the ATO looked at cryptocurrency trading. A lot of people not reporting things correctly mm -hmm. there. That opened up a bit of a can of worms and they realised that there are a few more things that people might mm -hmm. not have been fully reporting correctly so they're going to be cracking down on that basically anyone that's buying and selling investments need to be reporting that data and paying the right amount of tax so how can we get the best result from our tax returns well, there's a few things that you can do before the end of the financial year. I think the first and biggest thing, though, and it works for this year and every financial year, is to understand your deductions, what you can claim and what you can't. Most people miss out on deductions because they're not aware of them. But the ATO have some really quite helpful information on their website that allow you to uh, know the deductions that you can claim for different occupations. Mm -hmm. So understanding what they are so that you can keep good records through the year is, is really mm -hmm. important. And that's the second one, that keeping good records. A lot of people miss out on deductions because they don't keep those records. So make sure that you're snapping photos of your receipts or using digital receipt providers or some of the apps that are out there to make sure that you're claiming everything that you can. Bringing forward expenses before the end of financial year as well is another one. So if you were going to spend money, doing it before 30 June instead of 1 July means that you get the money back in your tax a full year sooner. And then the final one is selling investments that are sitting at a loss. So if you've got investments um, that are gained, they're making sure that any uh, losses are balancing them out to minimise the overall amount of tax that you're paying. What are your top tax saving strategies then? Well, the classic one is super contribution. So everyone can contribute up to $27,500 tax deductibly into their super funds, including the money that goes in from their employer, plus getting money into super. Not always easy to find that cash, but if you can, gets it into the lower tax superannuation environment. So that's a good thing. Uh, franking credits on shares. So Australian shares that pay dividends out to shareholders, mm -hmm. they often come with tax credits attached to them. So that can reduce your overall tax position and be more favourable than international shares that don't have those franking credits attached to them as well. Negative gearing on property investments. So if you're borrowing money to invest and your, uh, your costs are more than the income that you receive on a thing like a rental property, that's a deduction which can reduce your overall tax position as well.
Okay, Correct. all good advice. It's that, that time of year that we just, that we just yeah. love. You probably love it, do you? Well, it keeps us on our toes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Ben. For more financial tips, Ben Nash's latest book is called Replace Your Salary by Investing. It's a great book and it is out now. Thanks, Ben.